Robotics and all the associated skills are becoming more and more important in our world, which means they're more and more important for our STEM education landscape. And on today's episode, we're going to hear from someone from Vex Robotics who is helping to bring the resources and curricular help that we need to our classrooms. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, educators, it's so exciting to have someone from Vex Robotics with us today. We're going to be chatting with Lauren Harder. She is a director of instructional technology at Vex Robotics. Many of you educators know about Vex Robotics. You've used them. You've even, at the very least, you've seen or heard about them. And of course, lots of information at vexrobotics.com and at Vex Robotics on social media. Welcome to the show today, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, and and we've talked about Vex on a couple of the previous episodes, Educators 241 and 176, some great conversations about different people doing some stuff with Vex Robotics. Get those links in the show notes, but Lauren's going to be talking a lot today about uh, just all the great things that, that Vex can help uh, really uh, kids and, and educators across all different platforms. But uh, just real quick, Lauren, uh, tell us how you got to Vex. Yeah, so I've always uh, been a big advocate of education. Um, so right out of college, I taught high school math for two years. Um, I even had the pleasure of teaching at the high school that I went to, which was incredibly special. That's awesome. um, and it was, it was really, really great. And I uh, got to teach alongside teachers that taught me. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And while I was doing that, I, I knew that I wanted to get a little bit more into higher mathematics because I've always been really passionate about it. So I went back for my master's and then I started adjuncting at night, um, doing some night classes while I was teaching high school. And I really enjoyed that. I not only taught math in college, but I also taught tech ed to uh, pre-service teachers. I also taught different types of math pedagogy and things like that. So really got involved with that and really liked it. And it, and it inspired me to want to pursue my doctorate. I was obviously writing all my own curriculum for the college classes that I was teaching and, you know, teaching always changes, I'm sure, as you know, yeah, and lesson exactly. plans don't work from year to year. They don't sometimes work from class to class. Yeah. Um, so I was taking everything that I was learning in my studies and applying it to the curriculum that I was making and absolutely fell in love with that. So at around that time, I started contracting with Vex, writing curriculum, and then that turned into uh, me actually doing that full time and being able to uh, impact you know classrooms all around the world, which has been really a great journey from where I started with my own classroom. Yeah, and because a lot of you know education resource companies like that that are producing those great STEM materials, it's not just about the materials; it's how do you actually use that stuff. So having some mm -hmm. great curriculum behind that for a teacher that's thinking. I want to do robotics with my kids, but I don't know how. I want to do some robotics, but I don't have the time to to write curriculum in addition to everything else I'm already doing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know from personally myself, you know, the first year of my teaching was surviving, right? So yeah. getting the lesson plans that I could to a point and changing them as I needed to. But you're right. I mean, a good lesson is only as good as the resources that you have to teach it, yeah. um, especially something new like robotics, or even if you've been teaching robotics for a while, the support resources are really what matter. Yeah. And again, those whatever resources you've been using, robotics is continually changing as well as as industry changes. And there's new things that we can do that we can't do, you know, five, 10 years ago with different sensors, with different types of 
uh, automation and thinking about those connections to that real world and give educators maybe that haven't heard of VEX uh, just a little overview of what VEX kind of provides. Yeah, so we provide uh, educational robotic solutions from pre-K all the way up through college. And we provide both the teacher and support resources as well as professional development for all of those different robotic solutions. And what's great about that is not only, as I mentioned before, about the resources, but we have a bunch of people on our curricular team that write those resources that have a varying of backgrounds. So we have, you know, a, a prior kindergarten teacher. We have a prior principal. We have myself who used to teach math and then Elena who used to do STEM camps and worked at the Carnegie Science Center and did, you know, aviation in Hawaii and like all of these great backgrounds from education with the classroom, you know, we meld all those experiences and minds together to produce these resources that are made for teachers by teachers, yeah. um, which is really good. And then we also have something called Professional Development Plus, yeah. which is on top of those resources. And it basically provides people with a community so they can speak to myself, other people on the team um, who develop those resources, and then other educators from around the world that are doing VEX too. Because we know, I'm sure as you know as well, professional development, if you do it just one time, I mean, we have more questions. We do that stuff in the classroom and it's continuous, right? So having that space is a great place for teachers to continuously ask questions and learn and grow. And we're really proud of that. That's awesome. And so just thinking about uh, some of those some of those things, you've got these great resources, you've got this professional development, and uh, these things are all available right on that, that VexRobotics.com website, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you can also go to pd.vex.com um, and be able to check out even more resources too, which are really great. Yeah. And and it's not just, I mean, you know, this, this isn't like, you know, we're trying to, you know, sell a bunch of stuff uh, or things like that. This is about trying to help educators find those great resources that, that can really connect those things that are, are leading to uh, definitely a, a shift in our workforce uh, with automation, with robotics, with those advanced technologies and and trying to figure out ways that we can get those things to happen in our classrooms to make it so that it's not uh, complicated to figure out. And there, and there are, there's curriculum, there's resources, those things on the website. Now, if, if an educator already has some VEX robotics stuff, they can find things on there to to match up with, with what they're already using, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said before, with that community that I mentioned before, they can let's say obviously there's some sort of task that they're trying to do. We know that there's a million ways to probably achieve that task. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what might've worked for students last year, even if they are already doing VEX, or they want to say, you know what, I want to incorporate different sensors, or I want to highlight variables, or maybe other computer science and engineering concepts. Mm -hmm. We can, they can ask those questions and then we can tailor whatever it is that they're trying to do based off of their goals and their students' goals, which is really a great way. It's not just this stagnant content, which is like, okay, I have this, I'm going to use it from year to year, but it is adaptable and yeah. you can chat with us and, and make it uh, to the needs of your students, which I think is really special. Yeah. And, and teachers, we don't want to be doing the same lessons we've been doing for 20 years. We want to be able to keep changing those and, and make those shift. And, and, and really, STEM education is changing so fast that that landscape where, you know, a few years ago, maybe maybe to just have like one robot type thing in your classroom. Now you can get a pretty big set. I mean, our school just just uh, started with Project Lead the Way this past year. Our, our school was able to get a grant to be able to cover, you know, a lot of that stuff. And, and just that that entry point, now we had a whole classroom set and of the EXP, which is really pretty neat stuff. 
I got to use yes. it for the first time and and it was it was intuitive and and being able to figure those things out but just to kind of be able to start doing that stuff you know if, if a teacher was thinking we've got some money we got some grant stuff to be able to to do this you know what's the best way to get get started with that Lauren I would say the best way is to um, we have a, a website called education.vex.com. And when you go to that website, we have all of the products laid out there for you. And you basically select the product that you have, and it'll take you to a page that hosts all of the educational resources for that particular product. Um, so it's going to lay it all out there for you, which is really nice, um, and be able to walk you through all of that. So I think it's it's great. It's exciting. As you mentioned before, even if you already have VEX, um, if you don't know that those resources exist, you can still check them out. And even if you're brand new to VEX, those resources are a great way to get started. Yep. And again, uh, lots of resources, lots of curriculum on, on the website as well. And 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 then I got to talk about VEX coding. I, I, I got to play around with that and, and be able to code all of the, the robotics, the automation to do this stuff. That's really uh, into it. I mean, kids are going to figure it out, of course, faster than the teacher. But uh, there's some really powerful things they could do, uh, not just coding with the block coding, but then to be able to solve some challenges that are built in. Absolutely. So we have all of our products. I mean, lower with VEX 123, which is more for pre-K to 2, we offer the touch coding on the robot itself because we know those children are smaller. They have, you know, not greatest fine motor skills, right? So they need they don't need to be sitting at a computer. We want to in introduce coding in a way that makes sense to them. But we do still have VEX code available. Um, and VEX code is going to remain the same interface-wise from VEX code 123 all the way up to the work cell, which is our um, industrial ro robotic solution, and also VEX code VR, which is our virtual robot. Not only can you code in blocks, you can also code in Python. And with certain products, you can also code in C++. So you get a wide range of growing with VEX code. So maybe if I'm a novice, I start with blocks and then I transition from blocks to text and we have something else called switch, which, help, which helps with that transition. And then I make my way maybe to Python or C++ as well. Yeah. And even just to have those connections as well. I mean, Python and C++ get used in so many other uh, varieties of, of different things. A kid isn't just getting you know, this is just something that's specific for VEX. It's things that uh, naturally transfer to all other types of, of jobs and careers out there. And, and, and that's what it's really all about to uh, mm -hmm. to make show kids what kind of what kind of careers are, are possible, because um, there's there's a lot of STEM education that's that's changing our, our workforce right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, with the, you know, the rise of automation and AI and, you know, what we're doing in factories right now, you know, we will need, you know, engineers, software engineers, mechanical engineers in order to efficiently operate what's happening in these factories. We may need even some type five, 10 years in the future, some sort of AI engineer to ensure that all this stuff is going well. And there's a bunch of jobs we don't even know exists yet, um, which is great. But being able to have those skills that you learn from coding and problem solving and iteration, which you get from practicing robotics and being engaged with it, is things that will prepare them to be successful in those careers that we don't even know exist yet. Yeah. And and thinking about that too. I mean, Lauren, you're working with right curriculum for for all the way from that pre-K level all the way up through college level. It is important that that all students get that opportunity to be able to uh, get excited and use these skills. And and I'm sure you've gotten to see kids using the the different uh, software and the different materials that VEX has. And and I, I'm sure you've seen them just really get engaged with it. 
It's really something special because when you can grow with VEX and VEX code, you don't have to relearn a new programming language or software each year. So instead of, you know, working in one software environment, then I have to relearn the UI in another one and relearn it in another one. And then, you know, what exactly are we learning in that case? Are we focusing on the UI or are we focusing on the computer science skills that we're trying to build with the students? So because they can grow with VexCode, you know, we understand the UI one time and how it works and looks. And then, you know, maybe year one, I focus on, okay, let's do some sequencing. And then we're going to get into building algorithms and sensor feedback. And then maybe we do start to transition into Python. So, you know, you have more opportunities to learn the computer science and a bunch of those other skills instead of focusing on a bunch of the, I don't want to call them interruptions, but um, other taxes that you could have when we have to relearn things from year yeah. to year instead of like building on each other. Right. Yeah. It really scaffolds those those ideas that those kids need to learn. And then again, it doesn't just end when they get finished learning using the VEX materials, they transfer to across all different types of platforms and, and things that again are out there in those jobs that are that are happening, educators. We're we're trying to provide them for jobs that haven't been uh, created yet. And and we don't even know what jobs those kids are going to gravitate towards. But there's so much technology being added to all those different things. And and I'm sure a lot of educators are thinking, you know, hey, we've either got some or, hey, we'd like to get some, you know, maybe just to get started or maybe we've already got some, but we want to upgrade a little bit. And, you know, educators are always thinking about the money involved because we got to, you know, we got to figure out a way to pay for it and stuff. And and I'm sure that VEX Robotics finds ways to to work with schools and districts that are trying to do that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we we have a wonderful sales team that helps with all of those things. We also have a resource called grants.vex.com um, that can walk through some of the the possible grants uh, that you can try to look at. Um, and just there's there's really a lot of great resources out there. And, you know, a lot of schools and initiatives are out there to promote STEM, which has been fantastic and trying really, I mean, not only in our curricular resources, but we can see, you know, just in general, that that promotion of awareness of what is STEM, what is software yeah. engineering, what does it actually, what is an engineer, you know, what yeah. does it look like? So I would definitely say that's one of the biggest things that we try to do is to just provide exposure for students so they start to see what that actually looks like. Yeah, because, I, you know, face it, you know, when STEM education kind of first started getting popular and stuff, you know, it was, let's just get the kids building a craft, a project, a, you know, a, something like that. And as you keep working in your school to try to keep upgrading, basically, and say, how can we make those those challenges more authentic? And that was one of the things that I was really impressed when when I did uh, Project Lead the Way that's using VEX Robotics. Uh, those challenges are very authentic. And again, uh, those same things that you're bringing into those curricular uh, resources that you have on on vexrobotics.com. I mean, there's not a lot that we can do in the classroom that would be more authentic than having kids uh, design a conveyor belt to uh, to move packages along and then have those packages get sorted when when those kids are getting packages at home delivered from from somewhere each and every day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in one of our later um, products, which is called the V5 Work Cell. It actually does mimic a small robotic arm and a conveyor system. And you have to think about, you know, what does it actually look like to sort packages? How do I do that? What sensors do I need? How long do the conveyors need to run? How do they need to be organized? Like, there's a lot of things that 
we actually they teach in industry like you know what is the difference between joint and linear movement with a robotic arm what does that mean um, those sorts of things that we start to expose students to so that they have that foundational knowledge to then go and explore that career or have a better foundation so that they are successful and again all those resources are on on the website and it's never too early to start with kids. And again, to, to get them started. And there's there's lots of schools all over. You know, I'm sure you've got examples that are they're working with kids. You know, maybe it's not every day, but maybe it's once mm-hmm. a week and you're doing some of those things, even at those younger grades as well, to to build those, like you said, that basic terminology that helps to prepare them for for future lessons and learning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, even as far as kindergarten, you know, getting students involved and what is debugging? What does that mean? You know, what is a robot? Um, so just starting with as young as that really changes the trajectory of how students view STEM and math and science and, and all of those things, which we know is gravely important. Yeah. And again, uh, you just mentioned that, Lauren, uh, being able to connect it with what we're already doing in our classrooms. There's so many great ways that you can you can have those those lessons that you can you know if you're if you're a teacher that's doing STEM and you've and you've got that Vex Robotics happening in in a particular classroom, look for those ways to connect it with what some of those other teachers are doing in your school. Find those ways to get it to be cross curricular. Yeah, we have a lot of resources that show examples of actually how to do that with. Uh, our materials, yeah. um, which is which is great, just to see some examples. Yeah, and sometimes again, just that spark that interest, spark that idea, and definitely educators check it out. Uh, so many great things on vexrobotics.com, and 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 you're gonna find out, you're gonna find even more information probably than you need. But and if you still have questions, definitely reach out. I'm sure they're more than happy to to answer your questions and see if they can they can help you out. Any other last thoughts today, Lauren? Uh, before we uh, let you go. No, I mean, the only thing I have to say is I've been in the shoes of a classroom teacher. I know what the prep is like. I know what the stress is like. And I know what the desire and motivation is to have your students succeed. Um, and, you know, we we are here to support all of those things. And, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited for what the future is to come with what students have exposure to now in classrooms. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy even just to think about when you and I were in school to to what kids have now and and what are what are kids ten years from now going to have in in their classrooms? I, I I'm both a little bit scared by it and, and also <laughs> also really excited for it too. So absolutely. Thanks again to Lauren Harder, Director of Instructional Technology for Vex Robotics, and again head to vexrobotics.com to find out loads more information, educators, and uh, really appreciate all the great information today, Lauren, and and all the best to you and and everyone there at Vex. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. And again, educators, don't forget, head to dailystem.com if you have any other questions or need to connect with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the STEM Everyday Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Leave a review. Helps more educators find out about it. Until next time, again, just keep on finding these ways to get more and more kids excited about their learning each and every day, whether it's Vex Robotics or whether it's just a a hunk of cardboard and some tape and glue. Uh, Doing what we can to get kids excited about learning.